the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pierce in the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's really true. God Almighty desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have it, and even seem to not care. They don't even try to have an intimate relationship with God. And if they do want to, I don't think they know how to. The Bible lays out for us proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are God's children should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves me and you. Then we can reap all the benefits of having an intimate relationship with Him. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We in St. John chapter 8. We talking about turning on lights and stuff like that. <laughs> Verse 10. It said, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, because this is right after that woman that they brought to him, you know, who was caught in the act of adultery. I still ain't figured out where the dude was, praise God, because if she is taught in the act of adultery, unless it was some invisible ghost or something, you know, praise God. And then, and then even then, how they know it was going on, praise God. So if she, so if she is caught in the act of adultery, somebody had to be there. Somebody was riding, she was riding, somebody was doing something. It said, and when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, listen, woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man com- condemned thee? Jesus already told him, go ahead and throw rocks, but you just make sure you sinless before you throw yours. And they all dropped their rocks and went on about their business. Jesus said, so where are your accusers at, baby? Verse 11, she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto, her, said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Can I put a pause button right there? This represents the forgiveness that Jesus gave the church. Unconditional, caught guilty in the act. But he extended mercy into her life. 
mercy into her life. Praise God. A hundredfold back into your life in such a way where she did not get the she did not get the evil she deserved based upon the evil she did. It's like we didn't either. But notice what Jesus said. He didn't just say, "Okay, I forgave you. Go on about your business." He said, "No." He said, "I forgave you. Sin no more." See, because that's also the expectation of God's church too. I forgave you all that stuff you didn't do that you did before. Now don't do no more. I forgave you what you did before. Don't do no more. I done let you off the hook. Don't jump back on the hook. Does anybody hear me up in here? So sin no more. That's his expectation of us, that we sin no more. Pause button off. That's his expectation of us. Jesus forgave the adulteress for her sin, but told her sin no more. That's because Jesus forgives us of our sin, but expects us to sin no more. That word no more means no further. No further. You went that far, don't go no further. It also translates any longer. Don't sin any longer. Henceforth. Don't sin henceforth. And hereafter. Don't sin hereafter. I forgave you. From this point forward, do not sin. That's what he told her. But listen to this. He also said something else. Sir. He said, baby, don't sin no more. Verse 12. Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have a light of light. Now, he wasn't changing subjects here. Right after he told her, don't sin no more, he turned around and told the world, I am the light of the world. Remember that word light means luminousness? It means luminous. I am the luminousness of the world. He that walks with me walks and doesn't walk in darkness. Why is that? Because anytime we in sin, we in darkness. Anytime we step into sin, we step into darkness. Because you got to step into darkness to sin because you ain't in the light. There is no sin. There is no darkness at all in the light. I am the luminousness. See, light allows us to be able to, cl- to see clearly. Light allows us to be able to see clearly. See, she didn't, she sinned before because she didn't see clearly. She was doing stuff before because she didn't see clearly. It ain't just because she a slut. She don't see clearly. But now she's in the presence of God. And because now she's in the presence of God, now you see clearly. You see what should have happened to you. You see where you should have been. You see that you should, that you should have been invited to a, a rock concert. The moment that you, you let that brother in. You know, rock concert. That's where you're going to hit her with rocks and stuff. Where's God? Just pick up the joke. Give it back to me. I'll use it later. Praise God. Because that would let, that come back unwrapped. Praise God. Amen. But you see where you were. Now, now you see better. See, we are people that when you come close to the Lord, you'll see better than you ever saw before. You'll see nuances and intricacies of the sin and what brought you in that you didn't see before. See, I see stuff way different now than I saw it before. That's why I can walk and sin no more. Because I've been, it's been illuminated to me. And I walk in the light as he is in the light. So it stays illuminated to me. Because if I step outside the light, I might be the wrong place at night. But if I stay in the light, as he's in the light, the blood of Jesus covers my sin, and I live like Jesus really is my friend. 
because you got to break your fellowship with the Lord in order to be able to do something you ought not do. Just make it sense to anybody up here. Light also refers to revelation. The premise is that when we were in darkness, we couldn't see what we were doing. But now that we're following Jesus, he provided us the light that gives us the revelation necessary to see exactly what we should and should not be doing. We see it now because we're in the light. God has provided us the revelation. He uncovered some stuff for us and showed us this is what you're really doing when you're doing what you're doing. This is what happens when you're really doing what you're doing. You think you're enjoying yourself. You're jacking yourself. You think you are enjoying that little fun. But that ain't fun. That's death. Death to your finances. Death to your relationships. Death to everything that goes on in the middle of your life. That's death, praise God. He said, I need you to see that. He's forgiven you. He's forgiven you. Don't let the devil torment you. He has forgiven you. You are a child of the most high God. And you're, and you, and, and you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Now just go sin no more. Hallelujah. God is setting his people free. Is anybody listening to me? Turn to Psalms number 90, please. Psalms 90. We're going to look at stanza number 8. See, drawing closer to God exposes our secret sins. Drawing closer to God exposes our secret sins. Stanza number 8 says, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. Look what happens in the light of God's countenance. Our secret sins are exposed. They are set right there in the open. That word iniquities right there means perversities. That is moral evils. Perversities, that is moral evils. That's what it means, moral evils. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And our secret sins, that word secret means to veil from sight. That is concealed. To veil from sight that is concealed. Because there's some things that are we doing that are concealed. The devil don't want them revealed. He wants you to keep doing what you're doing. And not even know what you're doing. But I love a God that reveals. Everything that's concealed. Well the stuff that's done in darkness comes out into the light. Now, secret not only is secret not only because we we're hiding it. Sometimes stuff is secret because we're hiding it. But sometimes things are secret that they might not be they, 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 because they're actually hiding from us. Sometimes they secret because they're hiding from us. Because the devil's sneaky. It's more subtle than any of the beast of the field. He'll get you doing something and thinking that you're doing God's will, and you couldn't be more wrong. But that's where, that's where God comes in. Because we might not even know it ourselves. But there's some stuff we just don't know about until we draw closer to God. I know what I'm talking about. 
remember, I remember, I remember, I, I, I was in God. I, I got born again. I was in God. I told you my whole lifestyle was the opposite of everything that God was about. Praise God. My whole life was the opposite of everything that God was about. But I learned that God is good. And I came and gave my life to the Lord. Praise God. And I began to start coming to church on a regular basis to be able to find out, you know, what else am I doing that's wrong? That's why I was coming to church. I wanted to know who, two things. I wanted to know who this guy Jesus was that bled and died for me. And I wanted to know, how do I need to live my life now that you done set me free? It's two things I showed up to church for, to find out more about who God was. Who is this Jesus that bled and died for me? I want to know more about him. And I want to know, how do I now live my life now that you done set me free? Because you say you set me free from sin. What is sin? What is my sin? What do I need to stop doing then? And I, I find out every time I come to church, I find out, praise God. And I make the necessary adjustments, praise God. I make the necessary adjustments. Next week, I find out some more, and I make some more adjustments, praise God. Now, I'm almost about, uh, a, almost a year deep in, in Christ now, praise God. I'm, I'm just short of a year deep in Christ, maybe about nine months. About nine months deep in Christ now, praise God. Man, I'm up in church, got my hands up, lifted, praise God, having me a ball, loving God, and everything else like that. But I'm still doing some of the stuff I was doing before. Like I was still booking, praise God. Some of y'all don't know nothing about that, praise God. That's, 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 that's accepting bets, praise God. Amen, amen. Y'all know, I'm glad y'all don't know nothing about that, praise God. It's booking and stuff like that, praise God. You know how you go to the gas station and buy your tickets? I was the gas station, praise God. I was, I was the one that booked the stuff, praise God, amen. Holly, you don't know nothing about that. But anyway, I gave bets on anything, two roaches running, praise God. I'd take the brown, I'd take the brown one, you take the dark one, praise God. And, See what kind of money we can make off of this. Praise God. I'd make me some money off of that too. Praise God. I bet you, I'd bet you on anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and I was still gambling too. Praise God. It was bad enough that I was doing it. Helping other folk do it. I'm doing it too. Praise God. You know, I mean, because, you know, hey, if you're going to sell candy, you're going to eat it too. Praise God. Amen. And so I, I'm doing the same thing too. And just and, and, and I told you before, I ain't, one day I might tell y'all, I'm going to have some, I'm going to have enough nurses and RNs and stuff like that on and on, on staff, praise God, before I tell y'all how much I used to gamble per day so y'all don't pass out all over the place, praise God, and ain't got enough people to revive y'all, praise God, amen. But anyway, long story short, because, amen, long story short. But I'm still booking, I'm still, you know, you know, you know, betting people for money and stuff like that, still, you know, going to collect my money in ways that I need to collect my money, however I need to collect my money, I'm still collecting my money. Praise God. I still had a Slim Jim knife in one pocket, straight razor in another pocket, and they'd come out from time to time if somebody wasn't paying. Praise God. Amen. So people would pay. Praise God. Amen. And, and one way or another. Amen. Amen. You either pay or you pay with interest, but you're going to pay. Praise God. Amen. And so I'm still, but I go come back to church. Love you, Lord. Ooh. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in the house. And I did love God. Love God with all I knew. But that was a secret sin. That was secret to me. I didn't know that was wrong. Praise God. I didn't know nothing about that. And so long story short, praise God. I remember, I remember, I remember Bishop used to have this class called Christian Issues and Answers. Praise God. That was a class that was taught before the service. And, and a little class that was taught before a midweek service. And I remember, I remember, I'll never forget, praise God. He had flyers that went out and stuff like that. And they had gambling, you know, in the middle. He had gambling. You know, is it of God? And then they had all the kind of stuff around that I used to gamble on. Horse racing, dog racing, numbers, praise God, lottery, lotto, you know. Amen. Everything else, bingo, you know, everything. You know, all them, all that stuff was, was, was up and down, all around there and stuff like that. And then it said, is this of God? Question mark. Come see. I don't even know how to describe this to you. 
But when I saw that flyer, it's like it stabbed me in my heart. I was like, oh, because see, that's my money. You know what I'm talking about. That's my money. See, all this other stuff. See, I, okay, I'll let that go. Let, let them go. This is my money. And they just posed a question. Is this of God? It jacked me up. I'm like, oh, oh, see? This man, oh, but Lord, you know I love you. But Oh, so I needed an answer. So I remember, I remember, I remember. I went and showed it to the young lady that lived her life in front of me. Praise God to help me realize I wasn't a Christian. I said, look at this. And she looked at it and she just looked at it and then she handed it back to me. I said, no, don't hand it back to me. What's the answer? And she said, it say go, just go. I'm like, oh, see. And it was like eating me up. I mean, I wouldn't even have a good time gambling no more. I mean, I would, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I wouldn't even... I, Folk owed me money. I wasn't collecting or nothing. I had to find out first. So I went to I went I went to the class. I sat there right in the class. Praise God. I sat there right in the front. I right there in the front. I'm sitting right there in the middle. I'm waiting on him. Praise God. I was on, I was there ahead of time. I'm sitting right in the middle. You're gonna answer me. They had the they had the, the podium sitting right there too, just like mine sitting on, on midweek services and fellowships sitting right there. In the, I sat right there. I'm gonna get my answer. Shoot, all this, that's my money. And so, this guy, little, little nerd dude came from the back, praise God. Little nerd dude, I'm thinking like, he teaching the class. He look, come up here with a little nerd self, step back here, right behind the place. He said, excuse me, people. He said, he said, excuse me, people. The, the, um, the Christian Issues and Answers class is canceled for the day. Now, y'all got to understand, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I got a lot of street in me at that point. I'm like, you a lie, somebody answering me today. What do you mean, what do you mean it's closed? What do you mean it's closed? Guy said, excuse me, sir, it's closed. I said, no, somebody answering. You going to get somebody. Somebody, an- you going to answer me. Somebody, he said, sir, sir. Where's a little nerd self? Sir. I said It's closed. Come back next week. Walk this little nerd self back up the aisle. Left me hanging like that. And I'm like, no, man, I can't go another week like this. I can't go another week wondering what's going on. Then the Lord spoke. Lord say, you already know the answer. That's why you feel like you do. Because what you're doing is not of me. I said, Lord, then what, what am I supposed to do? He said, close your book. Shut it down. Because that's not of me. That's my money. Don't not hear me up here. That's all I know. Wait a minute. But I know God, too. And I got a choice to make. Either I'm going to walk with God and stay in the light as he is in the light. Or we're going to part company. And in that area, I'm going to keep on doing what I want to do rather than what God told me to do. Because he brought it to light. I didn't know. 
I remember, I remember, I remember, I came back to that class the next time, praise God. Not to the class, came back to that young lady, praise God. And I looked, I had this look in my eye still. And when I walked into work, praise God, sat down on my desk, she walked over to me, she said, he told you, didn't he? I said, yeah. I said, did you know? She said, I knew all the time. She said, I knew from the time that you, I met you, that that ain't God. I said, well, why didn't you say nothing? She said, some things God has to tell you himself. Amen. Amen. She said, and you were so wrapped up in that, I couldn't tell you because you wouldn't hear nothing nobody's saying. You need to hear this one yourself. But the reason why I heard it is because I drew close to him. I had gotten so close to God that God said, now I can talk to you about this. And there's some things that God hasn't been able to talk to you all about because you ain't been close enough. But God's inviting you close. Because there's some secret stuff that you're doing, some things that you're not doing, some things that shouldn't even be in your life that God said, I want out of your life. But if you love me enough, you'll draw close enough. And then when you draw close enough, I'll talk to you. And I'll show you the things that you didn't even know that you did that you ought not do. I'll show them to you. I'll put my finger on that thing and I, so that I can be able to cause your joy to become full. Oh, he did it for me. Handa Bosa. He's about to do it for you. He's about to show y'all some stuff. Some stuff that you thought was all right. It ain't no thing. I thought it was all right. I mean, what, so what do I still bust somebody in the face for my money? I tithed. <laughs> <laughs> this is don't help the kingdom. I give up God's money. So, <laughs> but that's not God. Are you listening to me? <laughs> so God wanted to straighten me out a little bit. And I remember right after I put it down, like he told me to. Not a much longer after that is did he move me into the first level of serving that he had in store for me. The very first level of serving. And interestingly enough, he had me handling money for the house of God. But my hands had to become clean before I could handle God's money. Y'all not hearing this. My, hand, my hands had to become clean before I could handle God's money because my hands were still filthy while I was handling the world's money like I was handling. God's ready to move you to some things too. God's ready to elevate some of you, getting ready to move you forward into some things he has in store for you. But he knows exactly what's in the way of you stepping what he has in store for you that day. He knows exactly what it is. And as you draw closer, he'll show it to you. And not only will he show it to you, but he will empower you to be able to do what he tells you to do. Because he ain't just going to say it and leave you out there for yourself. He's going to have your joy become full to the point that your strength, you'll have the strength necessary to do what God said to Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true, that God really does want to have a close, intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us that are there for me and you, so that we can walk through those paths into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer relationship with God and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desires to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to, pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until. Hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on, let's spend one evening out of the month investing in the marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad to be a daddy with or without your boo. And remember, the boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.